The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. The After Show 2021, the first show, first After Show of 2021. With us, Jim Price from CLE Aroa Cigars, because he was on the... the regular show, and he wanted to come back three days later. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Wearing the same outfit, by the way. He exactly. must be on vacation. <laughs> but he has to work on his uh, his dates and times and stuff because he didn't do so well in the classic three-way. No. Um, you just got to say it. Whatever the thing, first thing in your head, boom, say it. Because that's the winner, right? Uh, all right. So I got something to talk about today. Um, is this the beginning of the end of the online cigars? So uh, while it doesn't affect us now, it was interesting note that the Jenkins Act was modified in the stimulus bill to ban nicotine delivery systems, and nobody was really aware of it. There has been no talk of it. Nobody paid attention to it or think it doesn't mean anything. I think it does. I think it. Uh, we have to pay a lot of attention to it. Is this the beginning of the end of cigars online? Buried in this 5,500-page 5, COVID-19 stimulus plan, was a provision that bans the U.S. Postal Service from shipping, vaping, and e-cigarette products to consumers. This was done through amending the Jenkins Act to include electronic nicotine delivery systems. This This change will impact all vaping liquids, including those containing nicotine, CBD, THC, and other substances, expanding all Prevent, prevented Cigarette Trafficking Act, the PACT Act, to include all vaping products. Retailers and manufacturers will not be able to ship vaping or e-cigarette products to adult consumers using the Postal Service. This change is expected to go into effect in the next 120 days. All package, including vaping or e-cigarette products, will now have to be shipped by some other source outside the U.S. Postal Service leading to increasing costs and requiring a signature from individuals who are over 21 years of age to receive the product. So we're talking vape, but we're also talking nicotine. And the Jenkins Act says that all cigarettes, or all tobacco products actually, all tobacco, including pipe tobacco and everything, cannot be sent across state borders except cigars. And right in the Jenkins Act, it says that that you cannot ship any products, tobacco products. Now it says all tobacco products, vaping, or any nicotine delivery systems except cigars across state borders. So now that attention has been put on this Jenkins Act, do they look at except cigars 
and say, why? It's very easy to just take that away. You wouldn't even notice. I can't believe it's still there, to be honest with you. So now you're going to have the cigarette people saying, or even the vape people saying, why accept cigars? Why are cigars excluded from this thing? They're going to turn on us, and they're going to end up saying, except cigars has to go away too. Why allow that to end up happening? Therefore, the U.S. Post Office now at that point will say, we're not going to ship cigars, and all our care packages go by UP, United Postal Service. It's actually less expensive, and we got a 1,000 people to send it to, and we don't charge shipping to do with it, and that's the lowest way we could possibly do it. So that ends up changing it. We have option B. Option B is to send it to UPS. Sure. UPS, more expensive, signature required. It will cost us about $12 to send the $20 care package. Yikes. So there's where the problem goes that it goes up. Also, what I think ends up happening is they will now say the only carrier that will do it is going to be UPS, and there will be pressure put on UPS like there has been before, uh, and that's why FedEx stopped doing it. There was pressure on FedEx, and FedEx caved. Now will UPS cave? If UPS caves, then de facto... There is no way to ship the product, whether it whether the word cigars gets eliminated or not. There's no way for the cigars to get shipped. Therefore, it goes away, or they end up changing it and taking the word cigars out of there. What are the odds of this happening? I would say very well, very good. I mean, good. could you have uh, something like Uber Eats and do Uber cigars and have your cigars picked up and yep. delivered that way? Yep. What can't happen is that the person sending out the cigars – let's say twoguyscigars.com, we cannot ship ourselves, be our own shipper, and cross the border into another state and ship cigars to somebody because then we are mandatory to that. We've crossed the borders, and now we've created cigar nexus within that state, and now the tax has to be paid. So right now, it's a tax advantage not to uh, ship our own stuff. We, we can't do it, and it's a tax advantage for you, you, the listener, buying cigars from another state and not paying taxes. Although you're supposed to pay the taxes, you're supposed to incorporate that in your end-of-year taxes, personal taxes, and say, this is what I received. When, you know, I'm imagining nobody's doing that. This way, listen, COVID-19, a lot of things happen. The state are not making the income taxes that they were making. They're not making the meals taxes. They're not making the hotel taxes. They want money. Always follow the money when it comes down to these things. And looking at this and, and people just glancing over it and saying, ah, it doesn't include us. It doesn't include us today. Those things that were put in there, I think, are a big problem tomorrow. Well, it's and it also shows that it is on their radar yeah. that this the language gets changed so that they can eliminate the trans-state shipping. A lot of things happen this year. The people, you know, the Altada sell that happened. Big, yeah. That was a big deal, but a lot of that had to do with the Jenkins Act, that you could not make a profit from um, if you own stock in uh, Altadis, that part of their um, Imperial Tobacco who owned Altadis, part of their, if you were a stockholder, was Cuban cigars. And when Cuban cigars, you made a profit on Cuban cigars, the- Helms-Burton Act. That's the yes, Helms-Burton Act. 
that would give profit to an American who made money off the sale of a Cuban product, who was a partner with Cuba. Now that a new company has taken over, a Chinese company that took over, it's still the same issue that ended up happening, although they formed two different co companies, and nobody will say who that second company is, although we know it's the same people under a different corporation, but we have no idea who that person is. That, that might be a flip over that, that has to be sold to somebody else based on the information that's here too. So uh, a few things may end up happening. You may see Altadas USA being sold. Or they could break up the brands and sell the brands individually. And you may see that. So when we do our conspiracy theory episode, that's, I believe coming in the end of January, early February, yep. um, a lot of that's in there. And this is the reason for that. Uh, does this mean nothing to us in the cigar industry? In its face value, looking at it, no, cigars are not mentioned at all. But I've lived through this many times, and you start seeing this, and this is step one, and they have step two, three, and four already set yeah, up. It, it shows you it's on their radar. It's, yeah. not, it's not nothing. It's something that nobody's saying it, so I'm saying it. Could it be that, the, that marijuana is what is driving this because they want to lock down the revenue within a state so that you don't have the transshipping of well, marijuana vape products? Yeah, and it, also marijuana it's itself. All, it's all coming down to money is, is what it's doing anyway, that the states want their money and the states wants their cigar money and they're not getting it. And um, this becomes the first step to it. How do you feel, Jim Price? That's a lot to swallow. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, for sure. It should be interesting. I, I'm not I'm fam too familiar with the, the Jenkins Act. Obviously, didn't read 5,500 pages. But. Well, Jenkins Act is very small. So yeah. on your phone someday, take take a look at the Jenkins Act. You'll look at it and you go, how can that still be sitting there since yeah. the 1960s and still say exactly what it wow. says? It's amazing to me that it was never changed all this time. I always looked at it and always said, someday somebody's just going to put a line through that, except cigars, and the game's going to be over. At the same time, we have... Um, these big companies, big online giant mail-order cigar companies actually opening stores over and over and over. You see that end up happening. I think they see it and say, okay, our life in the online business is going to go away. We better be ready for that to end up happening. Uh, with, with the sale of Altadas, it was the same thing that we're going to get shut down uh, because of uh, Helms-Burton act that says we can't have the cuban thing now we run into the second problem which is they're looking at the jenkins act um this is uh, you know the, how were they allowed to to run that business for so long because the helms burton act is not a new thing that's Do donald trump donald trump came in and said something wrong here and why are we allowing people and and product to come in from Cuba and right. all this stuff so, that's happened and he stopped it all. Right. Now we have a new administration o coming. Obama in. made some changes. Yeah. Right. And that's why you could bring back yeah. Cuban cigars if you were overseas. And he loosened things up quite a bit, which subsequently Trump has clamped back down. Right. To all the, the way, right? So probably switch all again too. I'm sure Biden at some point uh, it'll, probably, it'll probably switch. You know? Yeah, they can, they can sign the uh, what they call executive act or whatever it is. They don't have they don't need Congress, right? Right. So right. So that's they, typical in a, an administration change, anyways. And, and that's been uh, flipping things. That's been the sort of back and forth, right? It would take an act of Congress to get rid of the whole act, but they've been chipping away with executive orders. Yeah. Um, there's talk that 
Trump on his way out will redesignate Cuba as a state sponsor of terrorism. Right, to okay. clamp down even on, more on his, way out. on his way out the door, and then Biden will come in and reverse that probably. So. Well, will he be able to take an executive action on that? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's all going to come down to it. This is this is politics. Uh, that's all there is to it. That, yeah. That's what's going on here. This uh, stimulus package, which seemed to be... Uh, okay, let's give every uh, American that's not making a certain amount of money $600 so we'll get everybody on board with this because we gave you, we paid you off basically to be okay <laughs> with all the other language that's in it and then get things like this on it where nobody's actually looking at it. I, I would imagine the vape people are looking at this very strongly, but you, I know the cigar people aren't. Nobody's talking about it in the cigar industry. It's something to look at. It is, uh, from years of experience, this is step one of a few steps that happen. Mark my words, it's going to be step two and three, and the next thing you know, we're going to be screwed on that end. Or you, the consumer, is going to be screwed on that end. So we had a, a message from uh, through the Contact Us page. The first part of his question actually ties into some of the stuff you're saying here. Uh, this is uh, Mike writing in through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Mr. J at all, just a couple of questions I've been wondering about for a while and thought maybe at the, someone at the Cigar Authority might be able to answer. When Altadis was sold last summer, there was some speculation that perhaps both parts of the company had been purchased by holding companies that were actually Chinese-owned. But official details were to be held until the sale was finalized. Do we yet know who the new owners really are? And if they are Chinese, can we expect some backlash in sales or conversely availability in the U.S. market? Uh, I believe they are Chinese held uh, and, and Chinese held meaning maybe the government of China. Sure. Uh, they're not saying. And when somebody doesn't say it, they don't come forward. It, it makes me think all the more, of course, it is. As bad as it well, seems. Yeah. Why are they saying that? I don't know. Uh, and... Um, they got to come clean sooner or later, but I think um, the possibility would be, listen, they they all wanted, everybody that was looking at Altadas wanted the Cuban side of it and did not want the American side of it. And um, maybe it was, let's buy it all and then flip it after that, and that after that is now, uh, and flip it or sell it off piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing rumors of that. I don't want to turn it into a rumor show. Uh, we'll save that for another episode. But I am hearing that, that uh, you know, possibly a big-name brand could flip very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second part of the question is, Perdomo cigars, while very popular across most of the country, are rare and hard to find on the West Coast. I've been told that some time ago, Nick Perdomo did something that totally pissed off all of the distributors and major retailers out here. But no one will tell me exactly what happened. I've had the opportunity at trade shows to ask the man himself, but didn't feel it would be in good etiquette or taste. I'm hoping that you guys might be able to presume on your relatively good relationship with Perdomo to find out what happened or why the brand is so weak in California. Well, I believe it's when it comes down to distributors or so a retailer in California must become a distributor in order to receive product from somebody who doesn't pay the taxes in advance going into that state. If you pay the tax going into the state, then it's no no problem, and then you have to end up you're setting yourself up for eventually doing 50 tax returns every month. Hmm. Um, and I know Perdomo isn't up for that. They don't have the infrastructure to do it, 
and they they choose not to, where some companies do. Do you sell in California? Is there a rep in California? We have a broker. You Brokerage. have a broker. Yeah. And do you guys, do you know if you guys pay the tax in advance? That I'm not sure yeah. how that works in that part. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, that area is covered by a broker. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. th there's a lot of them. A couple them. of brokers, actually. Yeah. Just, yeah. A lot of them end up. There's a uh, lot of there's a lot of we'll say I'm going to say distributors in quotes because they're really stores that right. have this distributors license that want to play fast and loose with uh, the pricing. And I've seen that at the trade show where you you know you sit down as a uh, when I was working for United Cigar that one year, I sat down with a retailer in California and they said I need you to sell me the cigars at X price. Yeah, yeah. And that way I can beat the tax. And it's like no, the price is the price, man. And I wasn't willing to play that game. Yeah, it, rabbit it, hole. It, yeah. It, it's set them up so that they can um, not pay their taxes right. or whatever. And then you happens to be a federal offense. It's yeah. not something that I'm into <laughs> yeah. uh, signing yeah. off on. Yeah, federal prison's nicer though than state. Yeah. True, but uh, Al Capone didn't get uh, picked up on any of his murders. He just got picked up on tax evasion. So if that's how they brought down Al Capone, that's not how they're bringing me down. You could wow. work on your meatball skills while inside. I, I think it's <laughs> slice the garlic with a razor blade. Yeah. I think yeah. it means something different in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, it's a big year for online sales with COVID nineteen happening stuff. Online cigar sales were up huge. TwoGuysCigars.com was up huge. I never saw growth like that ever. Mm -hmm. I talked to other people in in our size type of thing, and gigantic yep. uh, growth that they ended up happening. Uh, although. By and large, I'm a brick-and-mortar retailer. That's what I want to be. And um, if, if it came down to it, it came down to it, and I'm, I'm fine because that's what I am. Uh, but then you've got to imagine these big online guys aren't going to just sit back and say, okay, we can't sell online anymore. Then they're going right. to start rolling out uh, their stores, and, and you got to fight back one way or the other, right, and survive. Well, may maybe that'll help you with the supply issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, because right. uh, you can't really sustain the growth you had in 2020 just based on supply. Right, right. It's going to be tougher this year. Yeah. You caught some of that on Saturday show with, with um, um, Manuel. La Manuel Anoa. Yes. Of um, there's going to be a supply issue. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and that coming goes, from the man, <laughs> right? Literally, right at the front, right? right. Yeah. And he's talking to farmers, and yeah. they can't get the. The tobacco and they don't can't get the rollers to roll the cigar and the, the cigars are nice they're beautifully aged the tobacco <laughs> sitting there and all that stuff i can't get somebody to turn it into a cigar machine made's different three different uh crews they have three eight hour shifts that that doesn't stop the growth of machine made cigars was gigantic mm. and it will be more gigantic yep. this year because you, you're gonna you want a cigar you're gonna get a cigar right maybe it's sure. not gonna be a, a handmade cigar but you're gonna get you know the drugstore, uh, machine-made stuff. So it's uh, going to be an interesting year. Yeah, I, I don't like the uh, the beginning of it. I don't no. like <laughs> of, of this. It's like uh, it, it looks to me like uh, something bad's going to happen. So hopefully I'm wrong, and I'm looking at this, and it doesn't end up happening. But I've seen it before. I've seen exactly yep. something like that, and here comes the next step and the next step. So we'll see what it is. In the meantime, we learned from Manuel Anoa, and uh, you heard it from us. Buy cigars. It's time to buy, right? Um, because uh, it's going it's to get tough out there, and I, yep. I know that's what we're shortages and price increases coming, coming, right, right, across the board. Yep. So watch for that. That's it. That's the after show. Stick the lid in your mouth. You might <laughs> like it. We'll catch you on Saturday's show. Where uh, what are we doing Saturday? 
Uh, we are having uh, all the 20, yeah, Oliver Nouveau. He's going to uh, let us know what the 2020 firecracker is going to be. 2021. 2021, which is better because that's where we are. <laughs> and uh, we have a sample cigar blend to try that is in the care package. And you and, have a uh, personal announcement. And a like personal announcement. Wait till you hear this. Things are changing for me. We'll now that. stick the lid in your mouth. You might like. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.